0: This is Omar Zinom from The $100 MBA Show, and you're listening to 360 Entrepreneur Podcast with Jan Ilunga.
1: This is episode number one, and today we talk about how to start an online business from scratch. Here we go. Welcome to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs and small business owners who dream big and want to do bigger. Join some of the world's top entrepreneurs, internet marketers, and best-selling authors as they share their inspiring stories, their struggles, and give actionable tips that will help you build, grow, and promote your online business. Here's your host, Yanni Lunka. Hey, everybody. How are you doing today? I'm super excited. ...to welcome you on the first episode of the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Yanilunga Lunga from 360entrepreneur.net. That's 360entrepreneur.net. A training community, a blog for online entrepreneurs, small business owners, online marketers. Super stoked about this very first episode. And I quickly want to tell you more about what you can expect from the podcast... There are so many great podcasts out there that I've actually written a post about some of my favorite entrepreneurial and small business podcasts, and you can find it at 360entrepreneur.net slash 10podcasts. I've written there about my favorite ones, so I know there are a bunch out there. I'm sure you already have quite many on your iPhone, and you may be wondering why this one. Well, I think about the 360entrepreneur more as a training tool than an uh, entertaining tool. So when I think about the podcast, I want to bring you actionable tips, real information that once you've pressed the stop button after one episode is finished, I want to make sure you have some takeaways that you can implement pretty much right away. Things you can think about more, things you can implement into your business or steps you can do to build your online business. And we start with the perfect topic for this podcast. We talk about how to start an online business from scratch. And this is very useful for all of you who have been thinking about building your online business or maybe are in the process of building your online business. I don't believe in know-it-alls and that's why on every episode we are going to have some great guests joining us. And when I say great guests, I mean the very best Entrepreneurs in the world, best selling authors, the top online marketing experts. So A-listers, great guests that join us on every episode, not only to share their success and their failures, but also to give us some actionable tips that we can implement right away. And we start right off the bat with a great guest. But before we dive more into today's content, let me take a second to thank today's sponsor, Bluehost. Your website is the foundation of your online business, and just like for a house, if the foundation is not solid, everything else falls apart. That's why, when it comes to web hosting, I don't settle for nothing but greatness. With Bluehost, I can get unlimited web hosting, which means that I can have as many domains as I want with just a single Bluehost account. I can automatically install my WordPress sites with just a couple of clicks and I get top-notch 24-7 support whenever I need it. Go to 360entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost to sign up for just $3.95 a month and when you do, Bluehost gives you $200 in advertising offers, including a $50 Facebook credit and $100 worth of Google AdWords. Sign up today at 360entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost. Okay. Today, as I said, we talk about how to start an online business from scratch. And I'm sure you're going to love it. You find the links to everything my guest and I talk about in the show notes at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode one. Here it comes. Everybody, I'm super, super, super excited about this very first episode of the 360 Entrepreneur podcast. And today, the topic is just perfect. We talk about how to start an online business from scratch. So, if you have been thinking about starting an online business for some time, you have maybe some ideas in place, you're definitely gonna love it. And my guest today, you know, he really does it all. He's an entrepreneur, he's a coach, he's a teacher, he's the co founder of Business Republic, the $100 MBA and Webinar Ninja. He has been featured or has been guest blogging for places like Entrepreneur on Fire, The Solopreneur Hour with Michael O'Neill, The Branding Summit, and is the host of the $100 MBA show, which has been voted iTunes Best Business Podcast in 2014, and is also the host of his new show, Webinar Ninja. It's with great pleasure that I welcome on the show, Omar Zenholm. Hey Omar, how's it going? Hey, Jan. It's awesome to be here.
0: I'm so happy to be your first episode. I feel honored.
1: Man, you know, I'm so pumped. And I have to say that not only the $100 MBA show, it's one of my favorite podcasts, but this probably has the best intro ever. And you guys heard Omar in the bumper. You know, I love it. He, you know, the intro of that show really puts you in a good mood for the 10 minutes, 15 minutes of great business tips that you have there. Thank you, Jan. I really appreciate that. And it's funny because that just came
0: out of um, desperation because <laughs> just pump up the audience and and make them feel good at the start of my show. And I just came up with a heyo, just something that came out of my mouth, and it worked. And 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 people. And th- I think one episode I didn't say hey yo and I got a you know a bunch of emails from listeners saying, hey, what happened to the heyo? So I made sure <laughs> I made sure I have it in uh, in every episode. It became part of our brand now.
1: Omar, I was, I was saying in the intro, you're, you're, uh, you're a very busy man. You really are busy with so many great projects, podcasts, training, communities. Let's give a little bit of background for the listeners because I threw a lot of names out there. So let's start from the $100 MBA show that guys, you can find more information about the show and the community at $100 mba.net. So Omar, can you tell the listeners a couple of words about the training and community as well as the show? Sure. Um, just to back up a little bit, you know, uh,
0: I, I'm an educator. That's what I've mm-hmm. been trained to do. This is what I went to school for. I was a teacher and a uh, teacher at the high school and college level and a teacher trainer and administrator for a very long time, over 13 years. And that's really where I come from. Uh, and I did some entrepreneurship uh, as well on the side when I was doing that, but when I went full-time entrepreneur and we started the $100 MBA show, I say we, uh, I don't do this alone. I do this with my partner in business and my partner in life, Nicole Baldino, who produces all our shows and does uh, a great job with uh, with making sure that I sound good and look good and <laughs> really we do. So uh, when we started the $100 MBA, the, the community, uh, we wanted to create a place for people that wanted an alternative to paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for a business degree so they can learn business. Some people mm-hmm. just want to learn how to start a business, about business, be better at business without having to get a piece of paper from an institution. So that is really the uh, the fo- focus point of the $100 MBA is to make sure that people get the education they need. Uh, It's over a hundred and video, 180 video lessons Mm -hmm. uh, with workbooks and a community forum and interviews with experts and it's a lot, it's a way for people to learn about business, get better at business uh, on their own pace, uh, $400. So it's uh, exactly what it sounds like and um, so from there we decided to offer uh, daily business lessons through a podcast which is completely free on iTunes as you know and uh, we, we Created a format where it's it, you know focuses on our strengths. A lot of a lot of people will come to me and say, you know, how do I make sure I have a poz, you know a good podcast or a successful podcast? And you focus on the, your own strengths. And my strengths was teaching. I'm a teacher. I'm not a great interviewer. You're much better than I am, Jan. <laughs> so um, I, an interview podcast wouldn't work for me. So I, I decided to do a lesson based podcast uh, where I get to uh, use my skills as a teacher and as an educator. So the $100 MBA show, it's a daily 10-minute business lesson, seven days a week, and it allows people to you know, get the information they need to learn how to be a better business person, a better business builder every single day. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there um, that are very different, um, but our podcast, what makes us a little different is that we we just go straight for the content and give it to you as as, as much as we can in 10 minutes. Uh, and and that's the Hunter Albanese show. We've launched on August 11th, and um, we're up to episode 177. The day that I'm recording this, so uh, yeah. And like you mentioned, we won Best of iTunes in December, which was a, a great honor and an validation that we're doing something good for the community. So uh, that, that's that's the Hunter Albanese and the Hunter Albanese show in a nutshell.
1: And and Omar, I want to add about $100mba.net where there is the, the blog, there is the podcast, there yep. is the, the training that you mentioned, and there is also a free course and a free workbook. So guys, if you go there or or simply go to the show notes of this episode, you find the links to everything Omar and I talk about in this episode right there in the show notes. You have this free course that it's really you really talk about a topic that can really save thousands of dollars to people that you talk about idea validation so guys you should really go to the show notes sign up for a hundred dollar MBA you get the free course the free workbook and I'm pretty sure you're gonna be blown away you're gonna join up the whole training there is also a Facebook group that goes with it really engaged. And I also want to mention about the $100 MBA show that once you have subscribed on iTunes, there is also a little surprise because there is Free Ride Friday. So, Omar, do you want to tell the listeners a couple of words about that? Because I think it's great. Sure. <laughs> Thank you, and I, I I need to hire
0: you as my marketing director. <laughs> <laughs> You're great. No. Um. Yeah. So uh, we we try to publish every week uh, a blog post on the Hundred All MBA, as well as offer as much uh, free content as possible. Because a lot of people um, struggle with marketing and the only way I know that works in terms of marketing is to give as much valuable content as you can hence our daily show on the 100 MBA show and you know our blog and the free course that we offer which is on idea validation uh, we also have free guides there if you want to learn how to brand how you want to learn how to teach and present there's a whole bunch of guides that we have up there for free as well um, and, it's, and it's just my belief that if I can show you instead of tell you I could show you that Um, I'm worth listening to or I have something for you uh, that can benefit you, uh, then I can earn your trust. And that's really what I want. I want to earn your trust. I'm not trying to chase a sale. I'm trying to chase your trust (laughs) in order for you to become uh, a member of our community, a member of what I do. So at the $100 MBA show, um, every Friday we announce uh, a winner. So anybody who gives us a rating and a review on iTunes, they enter our weekly draw. And every week we give away a free ride to the $100 MBA that means they are a free lifetime member at the $100 MBA, and they get all the 180 videos. They get you know access to the workbooks and the, and the training, and they can ask questions anytime. They're part of the forum. So it's just our way to thank our listeners for being a part of our community, and and also just to encourage people to be regular listeners as well as just you know to to tune in on Friday as mm-hmm. well to listen to who won the free ride.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, as I said earlier, I really love what you do. And I think that Free Freeride Friday, it's a great gift from you to the listeners. All right, Omar, time to get our hands dirty. And let's start to talk about today's topic, how to build an online business from scratch. So if someone is listening to you and I, and, you know, he or she has been thinking about starting an online business, or maybe, you know, somehow has gotten this idea today, that wants to start an online business, what are the first steps or what are the first things to keep in mind? Okay, so the first step I have
0: for those who are listening right now, uh, it's not glamorous, it's not flashy, uh, but it is work. Mm It's something that you need to do in order for you to have a successful business. And and I'm saying this out of experience because I've tried things that did not work for a very long time, and I found things that did work. And, and the first step, I would say, is to start writing about what you do using a blog. Mm-hmm. I think a blog is a great way to get started. And the reason why I say start writing is because you think you know what you have to do. You think you know what the audience wants. But through time, through writing, through putting out things out there on your posts and seeing what resonates, what connects with your audience strongly, you realize what they really need mm-hmm. is not exactly what you thought they needed. Um, it also helps you hone in your communication skills. There's, you can know something very well. You can be an expert at something. But if you can't communicate it properly, clearly, concisely, then you're useless, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You, you have to be able to communicate it properly. And blogging allows you to communicate your ideas or get into the practice of communicating your ideas in an effective way. Uh, It also allows you to put things down on paper or on text or on your screen and analyze these ideas. Sometimes you think you believe in something or you think this is your position on a topic or this is the way you want to convey a piece of information. You put it down on paper, you put it down on your screen, and you look at it, it's like, I I don't know if I really agree with that. or Maybe I need Mm -hmm. to refine that. Or maybe that's not exactly what I'm trying to say. And by doing that, you analyze your ideas when it's in front of you. But when it's in your head, it's really hard to do that. So you just got to put these things down. Start blogging, as I say, start blogging. Start putting out posts and see what resonates with your audience. See what people, when people read it, do they comment? What are their comments? Um, if they don't comment at all, how many page visits does that post get versus another one? So just just start blogging is step one, as I would say, is to blog. Get your communication skills up. And get familiar with what you do. Often, when you get started in business and you go to meet somebody at a conference or talk to somebody one-on-one, we get tongue-tied. We don't mm-hmm. know exactly how to communicate what we do, and it's just because we're out of practice. You know, if you blog and you and you write and you and you communicate what you do and what you're all about and what you um you know what you offer your world in different ways, uh, you get used to that, and you are able to uh, say these things and and communicate what you do in an easy in uh, an easy way when you meet somebody. So this is my first step. I would say is just to start blogging and get used to communicating what you offer and give value to your to your audience for free. Because you know the the web is very busy. It's mm-hmm. a very uh, crowded place, and in order for you to stand out, you have to give. You have to show people that you want to offer them help with no obligation. And 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 the, a blog is really no obligation other than time, because they don't even have to sign up for anything. They don't have to even give their name and email address, because it's just there. And the blog is a way for people to say, okay, I want to learn more, or I, person, I like what they offer, um, I want to take the next step. And usually the next step is signing up something for free, offering their email address. We all covet our email address now. Back in 1995 or 98 or 2000, we used to be so happy when we got an email, <laughs> right? But now we're very selective with what, who we give our email address to. So it's something special. It's something sacred. When somebody gives you their email address, you should honor that. So when they give you their email address that's the next step and then you can give them, you know, more exclusive content that is for free as well. And and that again is what I was talking about before is building trust. Mm-hmm. You have to build trust with your audience, cultivate a relationship with them so that they they know you and they they have you in mind when they are ready to buy. You can't force somebody to buy. When they want mm-hmm. to buy they will buy. Some people will buy from you immediately and some people will buy from you years later. Mm-hmm. But that's not your choice. Your job is to make it easy for them by offering the content to make that decision for them.
1: Yeah, Omar, you're giving us so much food for thoughts. You talked about the importance of really getting started with the blog. And obviously today it's really easy to build a blog. There are plenty of platforms. I know Omar, you guys like Squarespace. There is WordPress, there is Tumblr. You guys should really choose the one you prefer. And actually, if you want to learn even more about how to craft a killer website if you want to, you know, kind of learn more advanced tips. We're going to talk about that tomorrow with Janine Warner. We're going to really talk about that in depth. So in case you want to have more, you know, power in terms of how to customize your website, you're going to hear more about that tomorrow Omar, you, you also emphasized the importance of the email, having an email list. And it's something I was listening to your interview on the Solopreneur Hour some days ago. And I remember you talked about, you know, the importance of having an email list when you talked about the story of your previous podcast that got <laughs> banned by iTunes. And somehow there wasn't any way to, to get in touch with the people who had been following that podcast Until that happened, then luckily everything worked out okay now with the $100 NBA show. But I know that you really also blog and talk about the importance of having an email list on the show. So do you have a couple of tips for the listeners in terms of, you know, for example, how often should they send uh, an email uh, broadcast out? Or maybe also you have a couple of recommendations in terms of lead magnets that they can put out so that people sign up for their newsletter. Sure. Uh, first of all, it's the mindset of like what you said, that your your email list
0: or people that are subscribed to your email list, I say the people that subscribe, because these are people, these are real people, yeah. they not just names on a list, right? Mm-hmm. These are people that you should really cherish. You should really take importance and, and prioritize your growing your email list as your top priority when you're starting your business. It dwarfs in terms of its power, it dwarfs social media. You can have 10,000 followers on Twitter, but if I have a thousand email lists, you know, it's it's so much more powerful. You know, a mm-hmm. thousand people on my email list because uh, you have you have intimate uh, you know an intimate connection. You have you know exclusive access to their inbox. You have to deal with email. When you get an email, you have to read it. You have to reply to mm-hmm. it. You have to d- delete it. Whatever you have, you have to take care of it. You don't. You can't just ignore it like you ignore uh, <laughs> social media. So just know that. So when I say when I when I I'm emphasizing that because you really should focus on. Building a strong communication with your list and a strong relationship, and a, and a large list as well, is, is important. So, on your website, you should always have a reason for people to subscribe. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of people say, you know, subscribe to my newsletter, get you know updates. You know, <laughs> that's not good enough. That you have to be compelling. Updates is not. You know, why would I want updates? Why would I want updates? Are you what are you offering me? Are you helping me uh, have a better life? You know, am I going to lose two pounds? Am I going to uh be able to uh do my finances better whatever you're offering you know you got to at least state that um i would up that a little bit and give them something to consume so maybe you want to give them um, a small ebook or a video course in exchange for our freemium or what we give for people to subscribers is that free course i told you about which is a a video course on the concept of idea validation which is the hardest thing a lot of people go through what do i build how do i make sure that whatever i offer people actually want so it's a it's a full, well-produced, you know, Nicole's a, a New York Film Academy graduate. So it's a, it's a very highly produced video program with, you know, uh, I think we'll leave nine videos there along with a workbook, along with a way for you to ask questions. So it's a product. I could mm-hmm. sell this thing if I wanted to for, you know, lots of money. I could sell it if I wanted to. But I offer it to them, that kind of value to them in exchange for the email to honor them to say, hey, I don't think your email means nothing to me here's a great gift. Here's a great way for you to get be a part of my community. And then once I've emailed them, once they've I'm sorry, once they've opted in and they have been a part of my email list and I've given them the gift, I don't end there. I want to compound my uh, generosity. I want to be able to keep giving them good stuff. So my next few emails to them are a bunch of other gifts. You know, I spend a lot of time creating these gifts for my Subscribers, so it could be an ebook. It could be um, you know a, a blog post that I think they should read because it's become become very valuable. One of the blog posts that I share uh, to my email subscribers after a few days of being a subscriber is a post called "16 Things You Don't Know About Me But Should." It's <laughs> a very personal email, and it gets them to. Uh, it's a way for them to get to know me a little bit on a personal level. And you should continue to give free value as much as you can uh, as they become a subscriber. And it's okay for you to just. Email your lists and just have a frank conversation with them and say, "Hey guys, I'm launching this. I'm not really sure uh, what you guys are looking for. I would hope to build something that you actually want. Um, can you give me some feedback? You know, you can fill out the survey or you can just send me a one-liner and tell me what you would like in this, you know, this product. Um, thanks again uh, for your, you know, being a part of this community. I really appreciate it. And that's it. You know, you don't have to. This doesn't have to be this formal newsletter. Mm-hmm. It can be very friendly. Uh, there's one resource I do recommend." That you should take a look and just go through the sign-up process. It's um Paul Jarvis's website, which is pjrvs.com. And if you subscribe to his mailing list, Paul Jarvis is a he's a web designer, he's a fantastic guy. But his his process of getting you on his email list is so unique, it's so personal, so special that you can't help but fall in love with him because it's mm-hmm. so um original. And I think that if people just sign up to his list just to see how he uh, manufactures that, how he plans that out, how he put that together, is it's worth the sign-up.
1: Great. Omar, you're really giving out some great tips. And definitely the link of that website, it's in the show notes. And I also will include so, the couple of episodes of the $100 MBA show where, Omar, you talked about email uh, email lists more in depth. So guys, you can learn much more there with those episodes in the show notes. And you talked about the importance of of really Providing value, but also make sure to build a connection. So you mentioned, for example, the blog post you send out after uh, a few days where people really get to know more about you. So who is Omar and, you know, what he likes, what he dislikes. And you really kind of make the $100 MBA also personal that that's really important for your personal brand. And do you have, you mentioned already as uh, the kind of some tools in terms of Email lists, we've mentioned uh, blogs. Do you have a few more tools that you consider must-have tools for building and running an online business?
0: So when you're starting a business, you're going to start you know, selling a product or a service. So you need to make sure you be able to collect payment. And we have an episode on the Honolulu BA show talking about you know, your different options of payment processors. But the point is is just choose one, test it out, see how it goes. You're, it's not written in stone. You don't have no contracts if you go with PayPal or go with Stripe. But the point is you want to make sure that the checkout process is very easy and uh, and it's not, you know, uh, a long-winded process for your users. And I recommend having a one-page checkout process where you, even if it's a little bit long where you have to collect, you know, an address or username password kind of information, uh, just make it one page, they fill it out and that's it. They, you know, they click on the terms and conditions and it's over. You know, that way that people don't feel like it's many steps and you can lose a sale because you're long winded or because maybe they're on the phone and they lose connection or whatever it is. So make sure that your checkout process is quick, easy, simple, uh, something that you would want to do, you know, something that you want to do. Make sure that you have confirmation set up so you have your autoresponder on your email set up so people immediately get a confirmation for the sale so they feel Okay, I got all information. This I, I put my credit card into this website. This website is confirming that they exist. And you know, people still are a little bit, you know, anxious when it comes to buying things online. Mm-hmm. So make sure your autoresponder that confirms the sale. Uh, also you could send out a personal email thanking them um, through your your mailing list and just say, you know, thank you for purchasing, you know, my product. Uh, I really appreciate it. You may want to put a picture of you smiling, something. <laughs> Be personal about it. Um, you know. Nicole and I have this gif that we do when people sign up where it's just like we're excited uh, and it's, it's just something that we do just to be a little bit personal so uh, don't forget to thank them you know, th- mm-hmm. that, that, uh, that's part of customer service and let them know that you're, you're honored by having them as a part of your community
1: Oh man, I'm really enjoying this episode but Omar, before we continue let's take a second to thank today's sponsor Don't go for any web hosting go for the web hosting Go to 360entrepreneur.net slash bluehost, sign up and get unlimited web hosting, automatic WordPress site installation, great 24 7 support and a bunch of free bonuses that include a $50 Facebook credit and $100 worth of Google AdWords, dream big, build big and host big. Go to 360entrepreneur.net slash bluehost and join bluehost today. And Omar, you, you've given out some, some more tools, some more recommendations. You told us, yeah, some tips in terms of how to set up the, the page for the payment process. And I wanted to ask you about the types of online businesses. Obviously, you know, this episode, we could be here the whole week talking about how to build an online business from scratch. But I also know that you're you're a master at really packing super valuable information in a limited time. The great example is the $100 MBA show. So I wanted to ask you if you have some recommendations for the listeners in terms of different types of online businesses that they could think about when they are, you know, planning their own. Yeah, sure. So, I started a
0: whole bunch of different online businesses before I started the 100 MBA, mm-hmm. and um, some of them were physical businesses where they actually delivered a physical piece of good. It was clothing in my case. Some people say sell informational products, like the 100 MBA is a, is a video course. You could sell eBooks as well. You could sell, you know, guides. Uh, you could sell software, which is also a soft type of thing where there is no actual physical delivery. No one's delivering software on a CD-ROM anymore. You know, so there's, there's these options as well. There's also subscription-based type of businesses where people could su- become a subscriber or a member of a community uh, where they pay a regular fee uh, weekend. and we, Like lynda.com is a good example mm-hmm. of this, which is a website that teaches people all different types of things. And they pay a monthly fee every time Uh, that they you know every every month for their subscription so uh, these are just different models that you can use subscription-based you can do uh, one-time fees you can do things that are annual fees Uh, you know if you're going to sell software you can do one-time fees or you can do an annual fee if there's an annual cost so uh, for example we have webinar ninja which is a uh, it's a a webinar software a platform and our fees are annual fee because there are, we do all the hosting, we do all the emails for you, we do all the upgrades and the services for you. So uh, if your fee is, is validated, so for example, a lot of people are like, well, what do I, how do I make sure I price it right? You know, you could price anything. You could buy a car for, you know, a brand new car for $12,000, you could buy a brand new car for $100,000, mm-hmm. right? But the difference between the two cars, is that, that $100,000 car, they can justify that price tag. Is because you're not you're getting a lot more value now you can agree with it or not, but there will be people that say, "Yes, I'm happy to pay hundred thousand dollars for this product because I'm getting a hundred thousand dollars worth in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If you could validate if you can prove that you're worth the money that you're asking for, if you could show that you could you add more value than the actual you know price, then you're going to get a sale. I mean that's the bottom line. when we look at a price, we say is this worth my money or usually it's is it worth more than the money I'm spending I feel like I'm getting a deal then that's when you get a sale it's so the only way they're gonna get that information if you tell them you need to make sure that for their money Um, and not only in features like you're gonna get X Y Z but what problem are you solving what problem Mm -hmm. are you solving by you know offering this solution and this goes with a physical product an informational product a software doesn't matter what you're selling you're trying to solve this audience members pain problem Want to alleviate that pain by saying, "Hey, I'm going to make your life easier with this solution," and explain how that's going to happen. And you obviously can, you know, add the features and, and, and the other the details. But uh, that's really what makes the sales that yes, this will solve my problem, and it's going to solve it in a way that's worth more than the money I'm going to pay.
1: Yeah, and you really mentioned quite many different types of online businesses. You talked about membership sites. You talked about a software-based site. So you talked about, for example, that for like in your case with Webinar Ninja that we're going to talk about that in a moment, it makes perfect sense to have a yearly plan for the fact that, you know, you have the hosting, there is the ongoing support. So obviously it makes sense to make sure that you take great care of the customers month after month and year after year. You talked about physical, uh, products, selling physical products. There is, you know, the sky's the limit. There is, uh, you could do coaching, consultancy. It really ups to you. Like Omar and I want, really want to inspire you, give you the first guidelines to really, you know, target uh, to really help you turn in the right direction and little by little help you build your online business from scratch. And Omar, I want to take a step back and talk about blogging for a second, because we talked about that in the beginning. You talked about really how important it is to really get out there, start blogging, start writing, start connecting with people, start to see what people want from you. And also blogging really helps you. You know, focus, uh, narrow down your focus, and I want to ask you about the strategy of guest blogging because guest blogging can really help. Because I'm sure some of the listeners are maybe thinking, well, I have, a have started a blog recently, but I don't have much traffic, I don't get comments. So I want to ask you for some guest blogging tips. As I said in the introduction, you have guest blogs, for example, for Entrepreneur on Fire, you have guest blog. Uh, at navidmohanses.com and so many other great websites. So do you have any tips for the listeners? Sure. I mean, if you want a guest blog, you need to put
0: yourself in the position of the blog owner. So if, if somebody is going to come to your, your successful blog that gets you know millions of hits every month, you know, you're going to want a certain level of quality. So make sure that, say, for example, I'm going to give you what I did. So uh, when I reached out, for example, to... Uh, digital photography school, which is Darren Rouse's site, which is, they have over, you know, 2 million subscribers, email subscribers, which is pretty insane. <laughs> you know, so I knew that if I'm going to ask him to guest post, I need to make sure that my post uh, will serve his audience. So you need to take the time to go to the website, study their, uh, their site, their blog post, the comments, that they get on their blog posts. So you get a feel of the audience that they have. Mm-hmm. Where, what level are they at? How can they benefit from what you offer? So I was writing a post about how to go pro as a photographer, how to take your photography skills and turn, into, turn them into a service-based business. So I, when I approached him, I didn't approach him and say, hey, my name is Omar Zenholm. I have this site. I would love to guest post for you. That's not what I did. What I did is I did all my homework first. I wrote the whole post. I wrote 2500 words with images and everything catered for his audience. I put that in my email. I said, "Hello, my name is Omar. I gave him my intro. I attached is a post that I wrote for your audience. I spent the time to take a look at what you're doing. I think it would benefit them. Uh, let me know if you'd, you know, be able to publish it on your site. I would be, you know, very grateful." You know, and I would submit it now. When, as the blog owner reads this, it's uh, I have information now to see if I want to put it up there. If I just send it w- with no article and I'm just I have to do all this work and search your site and find out if you're worth it, it's easy for me to say no. But when I have the posts already done and I can see it and I can say, okay, this is a good fit, it's an easy it's an easy way to say yes. Mm-hmm. You know. So when you, that now that scenario requires you to work mm-hmm. right, but but um, if for any reason they do say we can't or we are not able to publish your post, it's not, you know, work that you can't uh, use. You could take that and re-edit it and put it into your own blog post. put it on your own blog and publish it on your own blog. And it's a great piece for your audience, you know. But when you approach people that way with the post already completed, they're able to say thanks for the effort and thanks for studying my audience. And this is a great post. We'd love to publish it. You know, it's easier for them to say yes.
1: Mm-hmm. No, yeah, absolutely. And and I think you really nailed it also because we know that today, you know, everyone is so much more busy with all the things happening with emails, social media. So if you do like Omar did and you really take time to do the research first and actually already do the work and send them the final a product or the final post that it's actually ready to go. You know you're gonna definitely increase the likelihood of getting your post featured on a on a big website or blog. And Omar, the last thing I want to talk about with you it's about webinars because webinars are another great way to to launch a product and to grow. Also, if you do joint webinars, for example, with someone you think whose audience could benefit from what you have to offer or the other way around. And I think it's a perfect topic since you have just launched Webinar Ninja. So first of all, can you tell the listeners more about Webinar WebinarNinja.co and then some tips in terms of what to think about when planning to launch a webinar?
0: Sure. So, uh, first of all, Webinar Ninja is two things. It's one, our podcast that we just launched last week. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll talk a little bit about what that's all about, as well as a webinar solution or platform that we have uh, just started opening up for pre-sales. And uh, you can check that out, webinarninja.co. And it's our solution to cleaning up the webinar world. (laughs) So, uh, the reason why we have the podcast is because we really thought it was important for us to share our story and also share... Uh, what makes a great webinar? And it's more than just software. It's about how to be a great teacher, how to be a great speaker, how to be a great salesperson, how to be a great communicator, how to communicate effectively with your audience on a webinar. And that's really what makes people nervous is like, how do I make sure that I actually have a great presentation so I can be able to, uh, you know, impress my audience and get them to either sign up for my mailing list or just uh, it's not only just about sales, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, our approach with webinar ninja, not only the software but also our podcast, is to uh, put a different light, or put a different context on webinars. You know, webinars has been uh, given a bad name in our world, being scammy and just a way to you know sell. And and it is good for sales. I'm not going to deny that, but it's also a great way to build relationships with people. And the way I perceive it, the way Nicole perceives it, my business partner. It's a form of public speaking. Mm-hmm. Webinars are a form of public speaking. So if I got on a big stage of you know two hundred people, three hundred people, a thousand people, you know, it's a way for me to influence those people and communicate my message. And later on, they can check out what I do later on. So it's a great way to content market. It's a great way for you to spread what you're trying to spread. It's also a great way to grow your email list. Like we notice, you know, people will, will opt in to get an hour live talk, a live lesson, a live lecture, a live workshop on. Uh, the topic that you offer, people, you know, that's that's a great freemium. That's a great way to grow your email list, rather than just you know get updates on my blog. You know, it's also a great way for you to just produce content on a regular basis for your audience. people want to ask questions, if you have a coaching program, you should have once a month at least once a month a webinar or once a week where you say I have open Q and A. You can get to know who mm-hmm. I am uh, before people start signing up for your coaching. They want to know if you're a good coach. <laughs> so a good way to do that is just have open Q and A with a webinar. So uh, the What we do with the podcast is, it's a narrative podcast where I talk about webinars, I teach and I also tell our story, but I also insert conversations that I've had with great people that have great success with webinars, as well as people that didn't have great success. We talk about the problems, the issues, Um, we talk with John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire, he's made $1.5 million on webinars alone last year, but we don't focus on that too much, we also focus on how did he get there, his struggle, and how he improved, we also had Michael Porp, mm-hmm. you know, a New York Times bestselling author from Book Yourself Solid, Heroic Public Speaking. But when I got to meet Michael in person, I realized as an educator, he's a great teacher. Mm-hmm. And when we uh, publish this episode, you'll see that the, the topic of the episode is what makes a great teacher. And that really makes a great webinar experience. And he shares his experience on that. So it's more than just software when it comes for us with webinars. And we want to create an environment, a community, as well as a solution that allows you to conduct a great workshop and gr- conduct a way for you to display what you have to offer so people can buy and people can grow and it's not just about you know how to have the best sales pitches it's about how to offer the best experience for people so they can want more rather than feel like they have to buy something
1: hey amen and you know i really want to emphasize the word experience as you as you just told us and there you have it guys webinarninja.co pretty much everything you need to know about webinars with the webinar ninja podcast if you're new to to webinars or if you already have attended maybe some webinars and you already think that it's time to launch and host your own webinar definitely check out webinarninja.co for the software and the webinar ninja podcast and omar really i want to thank you so much for all the value you have provided with us again guys you find the links to everything because we've talked about a lot in the show notes so hundred dollar NBA show webinar ninja there's going to be links to some of the episodes of the hundred dollar NBA show that omar and i have mentioned and pass on during this episode and omar i know that you are very active on twitter at biz republic and yes. i know that you're really social really and you really reply to people so if people want to get in touch with you what is the the quickest way to get in touch with you uh, Twitter is probably the fastest. I, I reply to everybody who
0: reaches out to me at BizRepublic. Um, if you uh, have a specific question or something that is very detailed and, or you want to submit a question for the 100 MBA show, you can email us at contact at 100mba.net. We do reply to everybody's email. Uh, so uh, don't worry about it. We'll get to you.
1: Perfect. Omar, thank you again for being with us and telling us more about how to start an online business from scratch.
0: Thank you, Jan. I really appreciate uh, having the opportunity to be your first guest on this uh, great podcast.
1: Awesome. We are back. Omar, thank you so much for your great contribution and for being the very first guest of the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. And guys, I want to spend a moment to talk about the $100 MBA training. If you go to 100mba.net, you find there the podcast, the training community, the blog, and I want to talk about the training because Omar and Nicole have put together a great resource for entrepreneurs as well as those who are planning to start a business. And the, you know, it's very accessible, it's only $100. They have so many great resources, they have videos, they have cheat sheets, they have ebooks, they have Create guest teachers as well. And I'm talking about people like Gary Vaynerchuk, Natalie Sisson, and many more. So if you want to really start out the right way, I really recommend 100mba.net. And I've also prepared a report for you that you can download at the 360entrepreneur.net. Go to that link and download the free report where I talk about some of the must-have resources for online entrepreneurs. So doesn't matter if you already have an online business or you're building your online business, I've listed there some of the must-have resources every online entrepreneur should have and it's free. So again, 360entrepreneur.net slash episode one, you find everything there including the links, with the show notes, with everything Omar and I have talked about in this episode. If you've enjoyed this very first episode of the podcast, make sure to go to 36entrepreneur.net slash iTunes, where you'll be redirected to the iTunes page of the podcast so that you can subscribe and you get every episode on your smartphone or tablet. As soon as I hit the publish button, you get All the tips, all the resources right there on your smartphone or tablet. So go to 36entrepreneur.net slash iTunes, hit the subscribe button. And if you got a minute, I would appreciate a review and rating because as you probably know, those really help the podcast on iTunes, help ranking higher, which means that the more people would find access to the podcast and to the tips we share here on the 36 entrepreneur. I'm Yani Lunga, so excited about this podcast, and I can't wait to be back with you with a new episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. For more tips and tools, head over to www.360entrepreneur.net.